Welcome to Love Your Mind with me, your host, Autumn Hanna. In this episode, I'll be talking about everything to do with handling something new, why it can be scary, how do we push ourselves to be able to handle things like that, and just about anything we can do to feel more comfortable in new situations. Something that I personally struggle with a lot is contemplating the idea of how I could possibly handle something new that I've never done before. Doing things I'm not used to is usually a big source or trigger for a lot of anxiety or panicking or anything just because I don't really know what to expect with whatever might be coming next. I'm sure it's like that for a lot of people. And I just wanted to take this episode to just talk through some of my personal thoughts on how to get through new things or unfamiliar things that we're not typically accustomed to or used to. It's like going to a place you've never been before or like going to a new friend's house or trying a different store or just going to a new school or starting a new job. It can be something that triggers a lot of concern and nervousness inside of people. And I think that's important to talk about because I feel like it can be something that can affect you. I mean, not necessarily day to day, but off and on throughout your days. Or sometimes it could hit randomly because you're pushed into a new situation and you don't know what to do. Like if you're doing um, some sort of presentation when you've never done a presentation like that before it could be really scary until it's something that you get used to and it becomes more natural for you but until you get to that point it can be really scary and sometimes I know that I wonder why is it so triggering or scary for me in that sense and I sit and I think about the fact that it's because I don't really know what to expect in that situation. Like when I've had to start, um, when you're, it's like, here, no, I got it. It's when, it's like when you have your first day of school, like even if you've gone to that school year after year, For some reason, for me, the first day is always just absolutely terrifying. Like, my stomach is always in knots, and I just feel, like, physically nauseous. And it's not because I don't know what's going on. I know my friends are still there, and I know that nothing's going to really be different. I'm just nervous because it's the first day, and there's not really a thought process behind that. And I always think, why am I so nervous and worked up about it? And I've figured out that it's because you haven't gone to, like, those classes before, you know? So it's like, I have a whole new schedule, and I'm like, and there's always this thought in the back of my mind, what if I'm walking into the wrong classroom, or I read my schedule wrong, or something like that? It's all these little what-ifs in my head that are a driving force for the anxiousness of 
doing something I've never experienced before. And I guess the true question is going to be, how can something like that be avoidable? How can we become comfortable in situations that are always typically uncomfortable? How do we come to terms with that? And how do we calm down and relax from that? How do we get our heart to start to stop having palpitations? How do we stop our hands from sweating and our face turning red? That, I'm not going to act like I have the answer because, let's be real, I don't have the real answer for anything. I think we all have personal answers because we all have different experiences and different ways to handle things. And... I'd like to think that there's a good explanation, but things aren't always wrapped up like presents perfectly, and sometimes things don't have the right answers. I mean, not everything's an equation that you can solve, and that's just how it is, unfortunately. But there's ways to handle these things. I know there has to be, in a sense. So let me tell you how... I personally handle these things when I'm in this sort of dilemma or stress-induced environment of sorts. What I do isn't probably the most uh, healthy way to handle it, but I have this habit of trying my best to completely ignore the thing that I know that's going to happen that's new and scary, I just try to ignore it. Like, let's say I have to, like, it's the first day of school tomorrow morning. If it's the night before, I'm just going to sit and try to watch TV and just try to not think about school starting tomorrow. I just try to avoid the subject as best as I can. I don't want anyone to talk to me about it. I just try to forget about it completely. And it's always in the back of my mind. But if I use like TV or play with my dog or something like that, I can push it to the back of my mind in a sense where I'm not sitting there thinking about it so much. Because if I'm sitting there thinking about it a lot, I start feeling the anxiety and I just let it kind of consume my thoughts in a sense. So when I just push it to the back of my mind and don't think about it and don't talk about it, it's a kind of coping mechanism for me in a sense. And I, like I said, it's probably not the healthiest thing to do, but that's what I do. I'm trying to think of different methods to handle it because I've sat and I've thought about it before and I've tried to tell myself well let's get to the root of it why do you work yourself up over things like this why do you let it stress you out and I think if you sit and think about the reasons it might stress you out you might realize these reasons are a little far-fetched and that You're actually going to make it through whatever situation is giving you so much trouble, you know? Like, the situation isn't going to last forever. Like, the first day of school, you go to school that first day, and then the next day, I'm going to be fine anyway. So why do I work myself up over it? I don't actually know. But 
if you face that head on, like, let's say the night before, instead of me sitting there just trying to forget about it, what if I sat there and just listed out all the reasons why I'm nervous? Maybe if I wrote them out and looked at it, I could be like, well, these reasons aren't actually as scary, you know? These reasons are all going to turn out fine in the end. Why am I so worried about this stuff when it might not even happen? And if it does, it'll be over very quickly. What's the problem? Like, nothing bad is going to happen. And even if something bad did happen in whatever situation you're in, I mean, you shouldn't have to build up, have a build up over it of being anxious about it the whole time because... It's not worth working yourself up over it like days or hours before or whatever it is. Because, sure, it's something new. But you're going to push through that and you'll be fine. And most of the time when I'm worried about doing something new, it turns out great in the end, actually. No matter how nervous I am beforehand. Sorry, I... Sorry, I just need to take a breath real quick. I've I barely took a breath any of those sentences I just said and I'm kind I'm a little bit out of breath (laughs) sorry about that I know I just went right (laughs) into the subject today but I don't know I just really wanted to dive (laughs) right into it okay um Well, thanks for listening to my little opening monologue. Um, Today, I'm sitting in the little leather, well, not little, but the leather chair that's over by my windows in my bedroom, recording this one. It's a little bit of a, it's pretty bright over here, so it's pretty good. Sorry if I just planted a lot of information on you in the first couple of minutes of the podcast, gosh. Another thing that I really wanted to bring up today is that I feel like confrontation is something that could kind of go along with doing something new because I feel there's probably plenty of people out there that struggle with um, confronting people or, you know, just going up to someone and like giving them some sort of criticism or addressing something they said about you or to you and just kind of having a heart-to-heart conversation which could sometimes escalate and get kind of aggressive or bad-natured or something like that and I feel like a lot of people have trouble with confrontation or they try to avoid it or they're not comfortable with it so it'll be something where there might be the kind of person that kind of takes it when someone is maybe um, treating them wrong in a situation or something like that. Like if someone is bossing someone else around or something, the person that doesn't like confrontation might just sit there and take it and not really say anything about it. And I feel like in a sense that might be able to be something that goes along with doing something new because If you're being confronted and you don't like confrontation, then 
that might give you a lot of anxiety or if you know someone might confront you in some sense or way or anything like that then it might be difficult for you to handle just as if you were doing something new that could also go along with someone who's very quiet or very shy because they might have the same problem as the person with the confrontational issues or the person who is um doing something new or trying a new activity or something people people don't there's a lot of people who won't do something new because it's hard to push yourself out of your comfort zone in a sense I know I've had trouble pushing myself out of my comfort zone definitely at certain points because of It's hard to push yourself to do things you're not used to when it's really scary or nerve-wracking. So it's easier to just stick with the things that you already know and you're already comfortable with. Because there's no high pressure there or anything. And it might make things a lot easier in that sense to do that. But I think it's actually very important to try to push yourself out of your little bubble, out of your comfort zone, because it's definitely something that's scary. I'm I'm definitely going to say that because I don't like leaving my little bubble sometimes either. But sometimes you have to, you know, um, pop your metaphorical bubble and go see the world, the, the rest of the world out, outside the bubble. Okay, no, that that was that was a bad analogy. Oh, yeah, that wasn't. Well, anyway, um so it's important to push yourself in that direction cuz otherwise you'll probably never advance farther, you know, with new things or new stages of your life or something if you're not willing to take that step or take that leap out into the world to find what you're passionate about or find your talent or meet new people you know you can't do that if you're not willing to go out there and put yourself out there and actually try something new but it's scary and for people who are shy and everything it's shy or quiet or reserved any of those things it's harder to go out there and meet new people or try new things because it's it's just hard to get there I guess and in that sense it's easier to um here I'll say it again stick in your metaphorical bubble but sometimes you just got to move on from the bubble you know okay I'm done with the bubble references I guess that another way to handle things that might scare you or stress you out, I guess another way to handle those kind of things in order to calm yourself down and don't have too much buildup beforehand is not only to try to avoid it or distract yourself like I do, but I guess you could always just carry on with your life in those you know a couple hours or days or however long the situation is away because if you just carry on with your life then you're not going to sit there and 
dwell on it, you're going to spend those hours or days leading up to it just continuing on. Because no one should have to sit there and think, oh, I'm going to put my life on hold until this situation happens. So I'm just going to sit and not accomplish anything in that time period because I'm so nervous about it. No one should have to be thinking that way or feeling that way. Everyone should be able to just keep going and not have to let anxiety or nervousness of any form hold them back in a sense. Because no one deserves to carry on like that, you know? And I think a lot of mental health can be helped or assisted maybe in a way by spending your time doing something that actually matters to you, you know? Do hobbies that are important to you or use your talent in a in a useful way that you can just keep continuing to do it. You know, don't let because with men- mental health issues or worrying or anything, I guess, if you have something that's important to you, then chances are that's also something that's going to ground you from day-to-day life. And I think it's very special and important for you to have that kind of grounding tool that brings you back to who you are and reminds you, this this is the kind of person that I am and the kind of person I want to be remembered as. Well, well remembered as. <laughs> I don't think that's the word I was looking for. I was looking for this the kind of like legacy I want to have, the kind of thing I want to do with my future. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I was kind of looking off to the side because I'm still sitting in my leather chair and I'm kind of glancing at my lava lamp. I don't have it turned on. Yeah, I know. I don't think many people have lava lamps anymore, but I love lava lamps. And mine, I usually have to leave plugged in for a little bit until it like really starts lighting up and the goo starts moving around in there. It's like blue and green. And I think it's really cool. I mean, maybe it's not. It's sitting right next to my bamboo plant. So it's pretty important to me. And it does actually get really bright too. But yeah, I was looking at my lava lamp and I don't know what I started saying. So my apologies. But... Um, lava lamps can be pretty zen though too they can be kind of calming to look at in a sense you know because the goo just slowly moves around inside so that could actually be kind of a zen thing if you want to look at it that way you know I think I think it's kind of relaxing to stare at and it's pretty it's kind of like a little like something you want to stare at kind of like a piece of art I guess. So it could be something, you know? I mean, if you if you don't want to like do anything, maybe you could like look at something that, you know, calms you down. Like, you know, how people have like little stress balls or something like that. Maybe you want to have a lava lamp. I don't know. Probably not, but that, but that's fine. We don't all have to have the same knack. For things, I mean, stress balls and stuff like that work too, I guess. 
maybe. Um, I mean, I have stress balls, too. It's just I don't really use them. It's not really my thing. I don't really get the idea of, like, squeezing a little ball and it, like, makes you feel better. But then again, I'm using a lava lamp to calm down, so you can't always take me seriously, I guess. That kind of brings me to another point, too. I guess uh, my question for you is what spot in your house is your like go-to place you know what like room or area or little spot that you sit in in your house is the place you go to to just and it just like calms you down or you just like being there or it just radiates good feelings or vibes for you what is that space you know what's the place that makes you feel like most at home inside your home you know could be your kitchen or your um bedroom or you know wherever you want it to be could be a specific spot like say like your desk or something like that and I got and I think that's actually a really good question to ask someone because it reminds you like oh this is kind of like my safe space but here I know (laughs) you can't really like answer me right now I mean maybe if you're listening to this you can think about it mentally or something like that but um my go-to spot inside my house is so in my living room there's a little electric heater little fake electric fireplace in the in the living room it's like in between uh, the couch and the tv and I just really like sitting at the little electric fireplace It's kind of my happy spot inside my house. I mean, a lot of people would probably say their bedroom or something, but that little electric heater has done wonders for me because I always get really cold. I'm always very cold all the time. And sitting at that little heater is so peaceful to me because I could just like curl up near it and just let the heat (laughs) do its thing. And it gets very warm and it's just a very um happy spot for me i'm i'm never stressed out when i'm at the little electric heater you know and i think i mean i imagine that everyone probably has a spot like that that just radiates good feelings for them and i think it's important to think about cuz it'll It'll remind you that that's one of your grounds, you know, something that relaxes you or zens you out or just makes you feel, you know, more like yourself and everything. Because there's so many components that make all of us us. And there's so many little questions I could just ask and just keep saying and everything. And they all point to the same thing, you know, who we genuinely are as people, you know who we are, what we like, what we do. You can probably hear my dog barking in the background right now, but you know what? I'm not even going to let that bother me. (laughs) I really hope you didn't hear her though, but I'm not going to stop that, stop this (laughs) just so I could redo this take or edit out her barking because... It'll be fine. 
it doesn't, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Anyway, what I was saying is we all have these little things that make us who we are and motivate what we do, things we're passionate about. Oh, I, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it in this episode, but things you're passionate about, I think, play a huge role in how we feel and what we think and everything. But what we're passionate about, I think, can definitely tie into mental health, which is just my personal opinion. But passion definitely plays a role in a lot of the ways that we think and a lot of the things that we do. And I think it could be something super important to bring up in the future. But today, I wanted to focus on talking about things that are new and scary because you know what I've been doing a lot of I feel like I've been doing a lot of new and scary things lately or trying to do new and scary things lately I'm sure there's definitely other people out there who can relate to that and feel the same way that I do in that sense and so I think it was important to talk about so maybe you could sit there and think wow I kind of feel that way too and then I'll know I'm not as much alone there (laughs) Something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, too, is the fact that I'm I'm a high school senior, and now we're in April and everything, and um, high school will be coming to a close really soon for me and for, you know, many people and my friends and everything like that, and high school's going to come to an end, and we're going to move on to either jobs or college or whatever path you're going down or anything like that and for you know people in my situation people my age going through the same thing as me it's really scary right now because it's like we're about to say goodbye to everything we've known over the past four years and go do something we have never done before and don't know what to expect in that aspect at all because I mean, even though you've seen college happen in movies or TV shows or you've had relatives or other friends who've gone to college or have moved on into the workforce and not gone to college or something like that, we've never personally experienced it. We've never experienced that firsthand yet. And that can be really, really a scary thing because we don't quite know what to expect you know, because it's going to be different for everyone depending on what field you're going into or, you know, like I said, whether you go to college, whether you don't, whether you go for a couple years or go for many years, you know, whatever you choose to do or whatever you are doing. And us high school seniors who are wrapping up high school right now, I don't know about the rest of the high school seniors, but I'm pretty scared about it. I mean, like I said, I don't really truly know what to expect. I know what I've heard and what I think it might be, but I've never experienced it firsthand. And something new like that can be incredibly scary, I think, because I definitely find it really scary. And But it's funny because at the same time, this is something that I find really exciting too. I think college is, um, 
it's definitely going to be a new step, but I think it's going to be a good step for me too. I think it'll open a lot more possibilities and help me discover more things about myself and what I'm good at and what I like. I think it, it, it'll be a door of possibilities and opportunity, but I also think it'll be scary and it might be difficult at times and I always worry maybe I'm not equipped for this, maybe I'm not ready for this next step. What if I don't do well? What if I don't know what I'm doing? Or if I'm completely lost? What if I can't find my class? Or what if I don't know where I am? Or I like, there's so many different thoughts that run through my head personally because this is something that's going to be new. It can be really scary. And I think it's hard to think about the future. I mean, sometimes I think it's so much easier to try to sit and just think about what's happening now instead of instead of what will be happening because the future can bring anxiety and it can deter you from just living in the moment where we are now, you know? Like if you're so consumed consumed by what's going to happen in the future, then you can't focus on enjoying your last couple of months of high school, you know? Instead, you're just thinking oh, well, I'll be out of here soon, you know, the next step is going to be exciting, and I'll just look forward to that, but you can't do that, and um, I feel like uh, this episode has just been me talking a lot about just, like, phrases and words and stuff like that, but um, that's okay, I think this was an important one to discuss and to broach this topic and really dive into it. So I think this was an important discussion topic. And don't forget the lava lamp thing. I think you should look into that. Maybe purchase a lava lamp. Try to find a really good one, a colorful one, one that looks really fun. I would definitely suggest lava lamps because I think they're fantastic. And I really believe you will too. Even if you think it sounds lame, it won't be. I I promise. I really promise. Thank you so much for listening to another episode with me, Autumn Hannah. This podcast is called Love Your Mind. Welcome to the world inside my head. I can't remember if I said that at the beginning. I really hope I did. But if not, once again, welcome to the world inside my head. Thanks for joining me along for the ride. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you'll continue listening. Thank you so much. This has been Love Your Mind.